Hey, Gary. Yes? Hey, do you want to do a podcast with me where we explore core topics? Oh, fuck yeah. Yes. Hey, and let's call it Queer Nundrum. Oh my God, yes. Awesome. Please listen carefully. Hey, welcome to our show, Queer Nundrum. I'm your host, Holly Greystone. And I am your other fabulous host, Gary M. Thorin Jr. Well, welcome again to the recording studio in person. I know it's starting to feel like something we could do more often. I know. I know. <laughs> we're getting we're getting situated here at the at the Greystone House. Um, just trying to figure out multi-use, you know, for the various, you know, bedrooms that we have that we're converting, like the sewing room. What are we going to do with that room? Probably going to turn it into a guest room somehow. I don't know how, but we'll get there. And then, as I said to you earlier, offline is this room that we're in will be a recording room, our media room. Exercise room. Exercise room. Um, and then a, a playroom for the dogs. When we are, if we're at work, we, we either kennel or we give them a little bit of space for them to kind of stretch their legs. Um, so this room has probably the most use out of it so we're we got some projects to do in here to make it work I, i'm excited about it um excited that we're here we're going to talk about um a movie that we just watched holy hell <laughs> i think we can mention it now i mean yeah the whale yeah. with brendan fraser which yeah. was amazing and we'll talk more about that in a little bit yeah but wow that before. was he should win every award he's up for oh my Actually, gosh any of them should but yeah was it was wow yeah. Uh, but before we go into that, uh, what's new with you? Well, I know for all you people who are really worried about it. I have I have a, a truly accepted my position at where I'm working now um, at Sid's Pharmacy. Um, it's it's um, very different job for me than I've done for almost my entire life, and I'm really enjoying doing a job that it's just concentrating. I, who knew I was a numbers geek and like doing that kind of stuff? Who knew? Yeah, I mean, where I just learned, to say, <laughs> I knew I was a geek part. I didn't understand the numbers part, where I just really, there's, I have a true satisfaction of sitting there and realizing the numbers balance. I really just really learned to enjoy that. And um, so I had a talk with um, my bosses this last week, and there was um, things, promises made from both ends, and now I'm moving forward, and I'm really, I'm so beyond happy, and my job mainly will be Mainly will be Monday through Friday. Um, I'll get to go in and help out occasionally other times. And it's been forever since I've had an hourly position, so I get overtime, which is which great. Is great. I yeah. also, you know, um, enjoying all of that aspects of it. And then how Dean's doing doing well. He um, he went and saw the movie with the last night with with the other spouse, Desiree. Oh my gosh, the pretty, other spouse. The, she's the good one of all of us. So. <laughs> um, Dean's doing well. Um, I right now this weekend we have our grandkids and my daughter staying with us because oh, their apartment whole house decided to um, have uh, bathroom issues and the power has gone out in three of the rooms and what? the management team has is having issues where she finally got a hold of them 
And they're finally going to come, but they've been, I did not know they'd been without it for a day or two now. And so they've been using the toilet downstairs in their neighbor's room, but now the neighbor is having the same issues. And so, so that's they're, so weird. Yeah. So that's their, they're they have 24 hours to fix oh, those so things. I let, I let Lily understand that, you know, this is, I go, send them a, send them a picture of the stuff you've got that's going on. You know, I, an actual you know, send them a picture text written down of what's going on. So they can, you know, then you've, it's all of a sudden, my gosh, within 30 minutes, they actually got a hold of them then. You know, imagine that is, she's been trying to get a hold of them. So, so it's a bit of a challenge right now at home. You know, usually he and I are the, that old married couple where we're just, you know, <laughs> at home just having coffee in the morning and watching our CBS Sunday mornings, and that's kind of in the also this weekend. It's like, oh, holy hell, the kids are already awake. Okay, <laughs> so um, this, it changes. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. This morning we actually watched TV in our bedroom instead, just you know, because we just wanted, you know, told Lily, hey, you guys have fun. We're going to just sit in here and just let ourselves get yeah, ready. Yeah, we need our space. Yeah, yeah. So. it's interesting when you have um, it, with us, we have our mother in law yeah. here. It's just we can't be as loud stomping around the house at 6 a.m. and listening to our podcast. She was gone for a week, and we did do that. It was great. It was weird. Yeah. It was great. But then, you know, we miss her, of course, and now yeah. she's here. It's a lot quieter. We whisper. We, yeah. Yeah. So. I, know it's, I know. It's just, it's a different, you know, whenever you have, whenever you're with, whenever extra people around, there's always a different dynamic. And yeah. Just work. And not, I love them dearly. I love all of them dearly. But Monday morning, crossing my fingers here folks they they're back in their own place because i mean i love them but jesus christ they are you know it's a four and a three-year-old and it's like oh my gosh they're four and three now yeah wow i I mean i knew i know they grow up i know that happens but damn so yeah so it's been um that really has so this week has been doing that like i said uh uh yeah that's been I guess we haven't had the podcast for two weeks, have we? Because we missed yeah, it last Yeah, yeah, we missed it last week because of me. Sorry. Uh, you know, life happens. So we're, we're you know, that's all, it's all good. And we, um, dealing with, have you seen the whole thing about uh, that Idaho's trying to pass that law where you don't have to have a, you don't have to, the, a marriage, you know, they wanted to find it truly as a, between a man and a woman, you don't have to go through and get, um, you don't have to go through and get your license now. It's just as long as defined as a man and a woman. And they're saying, "Oh, that's not trying to take away from the from the queer community at all." And so, do you know, I've decided if that, and it's not going to pass. I don't think it will. But I if don't. it's really passed, so you may be getting roommates for a while because we refuse to live in there. I guess. You know, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, that guest room, we'll just take the sewing stuff and move it to a different spot, and you'll have a room. Yeah. Uh, you no, know. and we're actually we've already talked to Tracy and go. We'll just gonna take if that truly really happens, we will not stay in that state. So yeah. You know, because if you folks remember, we're are eight miles away from, we live in Moscow, which is eight miles away from Pullman, which, yeah, yeah. so, so just that little barrier there is, so we'll see what happens. So, see. Yeah. yeah, so that, that's, that's kind of, you know, that, that that's. No, that's I, didn't, what, I didn't know that was yeah. happening. Uh, oh, yeah. It's hard to keep track of all of the discriminatory laws that people, right. different states are trying to pass. I know we're on the podcast right now, but would you mind opening the window a little bit? It's, it is awfully warm in here. Yeah, happy to do so that. I, it gets warm in this place, it's Holly. Not, this room, <laughs> I, it's weird because I don't know if there's like a draft, like a uh, pressure difference. Yeah. But this room in the room across the hall gets really, really warm. Our room, um, 
our room gets really, yeah, the whole upstairs just gets really, really warm. But then sometimes it gets really cold in the one that we're in right now. It'll just get really cold. And I'll so like, maybe by the end of this podcast, be doing it in our underwear. We'll see where we go. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm wearing workout. Anyway. Yeah. So, um, so what's going on with you, Holly? Uh, not to change the subject. Not to change the subject. Not to change the subject. <laughs> the subject. Um, gosh, uh, I missed last week because I just I had back-to-back work stuff that just kind of... Between work and the, the, the building, the property that yeah. we own downtown... Uh, the the city individual who's in charge of the permitting process um, says they didn't understand what we were asking when we said that we we're going to put four businesses and two additional bathrooms into this space. He thought we were doing it in this only one part of the building, which then he couldn't he couldn't answer the question of well where was I going to put six businesses in this thousand square foot space? Like yeah. how does that compute at all? in this, you know, on this equation. Anyway, just some confusion there. It, it, it set back, it set us back a couple of months and quite a bit of dough and it sucks, but hopefully we're moving forward, but it did take a lot of, a lot of energy. Um, the month of January is, is also hard for me too. And it was coming out of the week of my brother's birthday. And it just always takes a little bit of emotional toll this year. I, I, been able to process and move through it a lot better than I have in the previous four, four years. Um, yeah, it just just works good. You know, no complaints there, really. It's good. It's just a lot of things that need to be done. And, right. and we have a big construction project coming up here in Pullman that's going to impact the entire city. And it feels like all the hopes and dreams and goals that all all the individual businesses and organizations in the city, all the things that they want, it feels like it's on my shoulder. It's not, but it feels like it is. And so trying to manage the real the realistic expectations of that and not do what I usually do is try to own it all and instead try to empower other people and give, you know, because they all have strengths and, and things that they want to contribute. And so I wanna I wanna be mindful of that and I'm working on that. Um this week, actually, this morning before we got together for this recording, I had my six-month uh, fitness test mm-hmm. with uh, the 100 Warriors, and um, I I was kind of being crunchy about it, but the more I processed it, I actually did really well. I I doubled in my reps, mm-hmm. so you know, you have your set reps. I could do, I did ten uh, six months ago, and this week, uh, this morning, excuse me, I did twenty. And my form is really what I was more focused about. My form and lifting and moving is significantly better. And and with that, so is the pain. Like I still, as you yeah. saw earlier, I was having some muscle spasms. I still have like the tr- the injury or whatever it is that's causing the the pain is still it still flares up. So whiskey helps that. Whiskey uh, definitely helps with that. It's a four pound dog named Whiskey. He's adorable. <laughs> Um, <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a dog. Yeah. <laughs> dog named Whiskey. Um, no, it's it, I'm working through it. You know, it's it, it's a slow progress, but it's progress, and it's and it's lasting progress because it's you know I'm I'm going to get there to a point where I won't be as as much pain. Yeah. Uh, so I was excited about that. Yourself, other people that won't change. Yeah, other people won't change at all. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, no, it's it's been good. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to being able to travel more comfortably too, because that's the other thing. Is yeah. I have a couple of long trips that are coming up, and I want to be able to travel comfortably, um, and you know, be able to hike and enjoy the different yeah. places that I'm going to be going to. So I look forward to I look forward to all that. So yeah, it's good. I mean, it's all good. Um, gosh, hey. There's some com Comic Cons coming up. I have some costumes I'm making, which I'm excited about, but I'll talk about that in a show at a later date. I'm thinking about it. Just uh, as we're talking here, we have to, you know, planning things out. Dean and I, in towards the end of February, are going for a weekend to Portland. Okay. And I still plan on doing the podcast, but it will be a remote access yeah. one of them. Uh, assuming we don't uh, record before going. Yeah, so. uh, same thing at the end of March. I'm going to be gone for a little over a week at the end of March, and I will not be recording. Uh, okay, I'll record a good one while she's gone then. Honestly, like, ah, no. honestly, I mean, I've done that when you've been busy with work. Honestly, we could just plan for that. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, I will. I'm not, I don't plan to take any technology with me because I'll be traveling out of country. And yeah. a good rule of thumb is that you, oh, don't, cool. you don't take no. like your personal computer because it could be confiscated for any reason. Yeah. Um, and just seeing how, how things have gone of late with traveling in general, I don't need to add that additional stressor. So, um, yeah, no, it's. Gosh, it, this year has gone by, 2022 just went by so freaking fast. I'm still having to check my dates because <laughs> we're yeah. already in 23, dang it. 2022, if you want to get down to it, I moved from Texas to Pullman at first, then to Moscow. And so, yeah, and I've gone through several fucking jobs in that time frame. And so, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's been a, it's for me, the last six months have been a. It Last six months feels like it's been a whole year. Yeah. Just oh, yeah. encompassing, so. so. We'll see what these next few months do. Um, anyway, yeah, let's let's jump into the into the story, into our conversation here. Yeah, you so, want to take us into it? Yes. Yeah, so, so what on last so on Thursday evening, I got a hold of Holly and said, "You want to go on a double date with our spouse and see the whale?" And she said, "Sure." <laughs> so we made plans to get together six thirty the next evening and watch the whale and. Um, yeah, that was a great date. Yeah. <laughs> great, great. When someone says, hey, you want to go on a double date? You think, ah, we're just going to be dancing. Sure, there's going to be laughs. Sure, good food. Yeah, none of those. None of those happened. Good company. I will say good company, but. Afterwards, we didn't even think about getting together and talk. We just each wanted to go home. We just so. wanted to go home and cuddle our pillows and yeah. pet our dogs. It was, I mean. I'm grateful I watched it. Yeah. It was a really good movie, but it is not a movie I would watch again. I would say it's the the from IMBD, the the it says a reclusive, morbidly obese English teacher attempts to reconnect with his estranged teenage daughter. That's a good little nutshell. It's a good nutshell, um, yeah. It's way, it dilutes the whole thing, but it's a it's a good and it's um boy, if people forgot the uh, Brendan Fraser did stuff other than the Mummy. This he's wow. He was yeah. Just, he just was amazing, amazing, uh, amazing in it. Yeah. I don't know how to. He was just. He, I think he captured a lot of what we see in our society. People who struggle with like not not being overweight. Like I'm overweight, morbidly, like to the point he could barely even move. And function just he, he, I think he captured the characterization of that, 
um, and the emotional psychological components of that. So it, it, it will warn there's potential. I don't know if we would give anything away, but if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. Just put that out there. But this is a new movie and there might be some, what do you call those words? Trigger. There could be some triggering things in there too, but. Um, it yeah. does deal very much with um, addiction in a lot of different ways. So I yeah. mean, if I know that, um, Dean, who has been aware of some of his addictions, it triggered some of his stuff even watching it, you know. Yeah, he mentioned that as he was walking out. I didn't follow up on it. Yeah. Just, and he's, I, it, we all needed to go home and cuddle our dogs. And what it did is it just, it made it more just making sure you make sure you're, it makes you, I tell you what, I, I walked out of that going, well, I'm going to make sure to refocus on my, you know, it just makes you want to refocus on what you're doing and how you're doing things. And, um, it, would you say that uh, I was just looking it up? Requiem for a dream. Oh wow, that's that's a harder movie to me to watch. I love that movie. But would you say that's like one of those movies like you watch it once, you won't watch it again? But it was a good movie. But well, it had see, it had it dealt with a lot different types of addiction. It, it, yeah, and I'm gonna say honestly, I probably am going to watch The Whale again at some point. Okay. Um, it was the not just Brendan Fraser, he's the one everybody's talking about, rightfully so, but the way there wasn't a bad performance in Amongst Them All. No. I thought it was, it's, I'm probably going to watch again. The woman um, who played actually his ex-wife. Uh, right. Uh, Samantha Morton, who is a character actor. She's done a lot of different things. Um, she was in that eight minutes, probably, left a very much an indelible impression on that I was just yeah. It, the 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 way they captured her her struggles, yeah. both in the way she held her body, the makeup, the hair, her clothing, body language. Uh, it was it, it you know you could identify in some aspects just what she was struggling with. Well, and I liked that they really you they until you met her you had her set up as just the evil complete bitch. Yeah, and. You got that to some degree, even when she's there, but you saw there was more to it, which is great that they showed that, you know, and they, yeah. they conveyed it very well. Um, I think one of the big things that people, I, I want to make sure to address the issue that why we're talking about it on Quirinendrum, if people don't know, is that he does, uh, uh, Brendan Fraser's character plays a, a queer man who, who divorces his wife um, and leaves his wife and his daughter to be with a to be with a man. I don't want to do more than that. Yeah, that yeah. There's, that's it, there's so much more to it, but yeah, I thought that was uh, the the element of that was very interesting too. Because you know she's angry. It's like, what do I tell people? Like, my husband left me for a man. You know, she's very angry and still bitter. And that happens on both sides. You know, where yeah. you know it that happens, and it's everybody has to go through that journey. I mean, it, it happened to me. It, it it's um. So that, um, and I know there's been issues with, there have been some on the, in the queer community who have been very upset that it's not a, it's not a queer person playing this role. Um, and I understand where you're coming from on that. So I'm not, I don't want to take away from that. I do think that Brendan Fraser gave, I, I, I never once felt that he was phoning it in. Yeah. You know that you mentioned it. I didn't catch that either. Yeah. It didn't dawn on me that. I mean, I knew he's playing a queer, a queer yeah, man, yeah. right? 
But I got, I didn't feel like this was a queer story. It no, not at all like, to begin with. Yeah. I, I felt like this was a human story. Perfect way of putting it. And he portrayed that element very well. He just happened to be a queer man. Yeah. You know, in this storyline. Um, and so I can see why people would be like, wow, they should. But it really wasn't playing out that element of his of his life. It, it very human story, and I thought he did. But there was, job. I think we can say without spoiling anything, there was some true pain he showed throughout the movie, physical but mental is where I'm talking about. Yeah. That, that led to him being obese. Where I mean, he was a heavy. They showed before pictures where he was heavy, but where he became morbidly obese and. Mm -hmm. The pain that he experienced opening up the one door. Talk about yeah. talk about metaphorically there opening that door. There's a lot of metaphors. Yeah, I know. If you rewatch it again, if, yeah. if you didn't catch it the first time, there's a lot of metaphors oh, yeah. with, with doors opening and oh, yeah. closing throughout that entire movie, oh, yeah. and it, and how it's centered around a particular theme oh, yeah. is also. I, I I thought the way the story was told, because like, I caught that hint with the first time that yeah. happened. And then it proved again with a different door and another door and another door. Every time there was something that was, anyway, it, it's something to pay attention to for those of you who haven't watched it, but if you feel like you can want to watch it again, please, please do. Uh, the gal who played his daughter, who is in um, uh, Stranger Things, she played, um, oh my God, I just really got her character's name in Stranger Things. Yeah, uh, Sadie nice. Sink. Sadie Sink. Yeah. Uh, so she plays the, the daughter, Ellie. Um, oh, okay. There she, you go. She did a phenomenal job in there. Um, brought that sassiness character that we that we got from Stranger Stranger Things, but just a very she, she's really she really matured as an actor, and it was it was evident in this movie as well. Um, and then the guy who placed Thomas, that kid, he was just he was just an interesting character all around, and. Um, what we did notice, it took us a, a minute to catch it, but Gambino's, which is a, a pizza restaurant in Moscow, Idaho, um, really good pizza, by the way, is being delivered to, to the scene. It's being, it's there. This is something that's happening and we don't really, and we're like, oh, it must be a restaurant chain that has a similar name. doesn't even dawn on us until later one of the characters yeah. is wearing Gritman Medical Center's yeah. rubs. Which is also a medical facility in Moscow, Idaho, and then we're like, wait, and then they talk about Lewiston, and they talk about they start talking about over the course of the film yeah. these identifiers. They're like, this is literally I don't know if they actually reported it in Idaho, but the because there really isn't a lot of scenery outside of the the two sets that they show, but um, yeah, it just it was like, damn, this is really you know it, it just it was it was funny because it's like. How many times does a movie come out that's set in different places throughout the United States that those people that are watching it in their own state and see these these monuments or these stores or these restaurants and they're like, oh, my gosh. you know, it just it hasn't happened to me before, but it happened last night in this movie. And I was like, oh, my gosh, um, Gambino's is some good pizza. But uh, I got to tell you. And no, they didn't. I just looked it up. They did not film it in Moscow at all. Okay, but it's obviously set. Anybody it's who's set. from this area knows it's no, yeah. I mean, the the from the clothing, from the food to anyway, yeah. Um, it was interesting. It, it, even even the 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 pizza guy, like just 
the characters that they chose to put in the show uh, in this movie. Um, you know, there's it's just it was really good. I, I enjoyed it, but I can't I can't say that I would watch it again. Uh, I could uh, give me a couple of months. <laughs> I'll like, change my mind on that. And it was one of the things I do um, talk about that it um, following its debut screening at the Venice Film Festival, both the movie and the lead actor, Brendan Fraser, were given a six minute standing ovation, which deserved it. Again, I cannot stress enough how much he deserved yeah. it. Um, I, I am curious about any of you uh, uh, listening to it, if you'd let us know how you feel about a straight actor portraying a queer character, because I know that's still a hot-button issue. And for me, and I've been pretty vocal about it, I really think that it should be the actor who's playing it, not really worrying about the, the queer yeah. aspects of it. Um, I think we talked about this in season one. About we, It comes up almost every year or something. Yeah, yeah. But we, yeah. Did have, we did do an episode where we did talk about, about that in particular. Um, and I'm curious if anybody believes that a, a different actor could have, a queer actor could have brought more dimension to it. But I only want that answered if you've seen the movie. Yes, I don't, yeah. see the movie. Yeah, and then... Well, in this case, you know, going back to the... Because we, we talked about it, it's... If you have two actors, one's queer and one's straight, right? And the role is a queer character. If they're both equal yeah. in quality and it doesn't, and the, and the director can work with them and it, you know what I mean? Like you have yeah. to be able to work with the person, but they also have to be able to bring that character to life as well. Yeah. If that's the case equally between the two people, yeah. choose the queer character, the queer, the queer human to play that, that role. If not, and it's going to hurt your story and yet, and it's not going to work or the person's not easy to work with. Then you need to pick the one that's going to help that story actually come to fruition. And I feel like in this case, because it really wasn't a big part of the story. It wasn't. To begin I, with. It really wasn't. Um, it shouldn't. I don't think this is even, in my opinion, I don't think it it qualifies them in my, in my I, opinion. And I always go back and again, it's, you know, queer man, older queer man talking. But I honestly, I, I don't like when, when for me personally, I'm just saying me personally, I don't like it when... We start getting into, well, it's a, it's a gay part. It should be played by a gay actor um, because then it goes the other way. It's a straight part to be playing by a straight actor. So when you start pigeonholing that, I'm by no means I want to make sure to say right now I'm not talking anything in the trans community right now. That's a whole other ball game that I'm not. I I don't feel qualified to even talk about. I'm talking specifically about about the. L and the G, you know, that's all I'm talking about. And the LGB, LGB, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Not the rest of it, because I, I don't, I can't answer those ones, but I, I feel yeah. between the two of us, we, we can handle those three of the alphabet okay. Yeah. So, um, I, I mean, I would love to hear from the community on that. Yeah. Um, and we have heard some comments on that, that if it's a transgender role, it should be played by an individual who's transgender. Um, and, and at the same time, I've heard that said about gay and lesbian. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, just this very pigeonholed mindset. I don't think it necessarily translates directly into the same conversation. And I would love to know what a person of, of transgender would would say about it. And I, I am, too. I'll even, like, so, and there's areas where I do think it would have been better to have a queer character playing in a role. Um, or at least maybe a different actress in a particular instance. Um, and the morning edition, which is an Apple Plus TV show, 
um, Juliana Margulies, who I love. I think she's Juliana Margulies. She was uh, in ER, The Good Wife. Okay. uh, Amazing actress. Amazing actress. I don't, she plays a queer character on Morning Edition. And I don't think she, I see zero chemistry with her and um, um, the person she's playing with. I can't remember her name. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon. Uh, and they, they're playing, and neither of them are, they're both straight in real life. And I, there's zero chemistry between them. I don't believe either of them as queer characters. Not saying they're both, they're both great actors. I just don't think, so I think sometimes, but it could just been that particular part. But I think there are times that, that maybe they should have gone with at least one of them being queer might have been mm-hmm. a better way to do it. Um, mm-hmm. I say that again with Grace and Frankie, where I think that uh, the the two males uh, did a good job. I've always think that maybe there could have been shades brought to it that that were better if it would have been two queer men playing the parts. I don't know though. I mean, they they did they did a good job. So yeah. No means actually, I forgot they weren't actually queer because they did they. I thought they did a really good job, but I'm not a queer man. Yeah. So, and I thought they did. Um, I by no means I didn't think they didn't do a good job. And then again, we have to remember that in that Lily Tomlin plays a straight woman, so we always have to keep you know that yeah. So they really, you know, so you don't want to take away from one because then if you're doing that, then and Lily Tomlin was to me the the shining star of that show. Oh my gosh, I I yes, for sure. Um, gosh, there's so many good movies and shows out right now that show a lot of diversity mm-hmm. you know we're seeing a lot more representation in the community in the media and i don't feel like it's it, i think there's probably still some of that queer baiting happening in some some of the industry but overall i think now it's been called on so much that these these producers and directors and and whatever have been called on it's like you need to stop queer baiting us and actually give us real characters and real depth and quit giving us the same same broken record that, that had been played out for so long on TV about queer queer people and give us a lot more diversity. And, I, and Schitt's Creek did a really good job of that. You know, you have these these expectations of like, oh gosh, the parents are going to find out he's gay. Here it is. Here comes the fight. Here comes the thing. And then it's like, oh no, we just love you. Just yeah. wish we had per- given you that knowledge before so you didn't feel like you had to keep this from oh, us. Oh, well, that, that scene. Ooh, yeah. I uh, know. <laughs> that, that, I cried. I cried. Yeah, it was that, that scene where he, where the father was just he was upset because he I was upset that he even gave the impression he wouldn't accept that. You yeah, know, that's where I mean. So that was. <laughs> that's oh, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to. No, no, it's uh those. But um, one that bothers me, and I forgot the fucking name of it. The um on Disney, the one where he plays the superhero who is Thor's brother. Um, Loki? Loki. I hate that in that he mentions he's bisexual at one point, but never, you know, great, you said you're bisexual, and nothing ever again is mentioned that stuff. Cool. Boy, you're really woke there, you know. So <laughs> that that bothers me. And this side, we were just watching Willow, and um, it had very much a queer couple in it, um, and no doubt they're a queer couple. I will say I did not like that show. I thought it was silly and stupid, but I did appreciate that. Hey, oh, look, they've got a queer couple in here on a Disney show. So I was impressed with that. So um, I like that they're going both ways on it. I do not like that. 
Star Wars, the whole Star Wars universe. I'm I know that there's one there is a in um Andover, mm-hmm. there is a queer character mm-hmm. that was mentioned kind of sort of and then but at least they brought it up but i i yeah it's, well and they're because they're so wrapped up in the rebellion it's like our love our love can never be until this war this yeah. thing happens and it's and like so. you know it, it's hinted there and i get it it's not about their story specifically but it was i thought it to me it was a little bit of queer baiting it's like uh, yeah just a little, a little bit, bit you know? so, oh look Look! Did look! Look! Where Star Wars is being woke. We we've got it. We've got this covered. We've got this one character mentioned one it, time. It doesn't even have to be like yeah. the main character. Yeah. It never and it doesn't always have to be, and it never should always be. Yeah. any one way. Yeah. But I just thought that was interesting too, because it was just a little bit of that hint there. Yeah. And I'm hoping that that means that they're. And again, I say again, we've talked about that before. That I'm much more of a Star Trek person than Star Wars. If I never saw another Star Wars anything, I'd probably be okay. I could survive, you know. So. Um, and I'd be okay. Yeah, you know, I, I would survive, you know. Um, but I, I hope that that means Star Wars because there is a huge queer community who watches Star Wars. Oh yeah, huge, huge. So, um, and, and it's. Actually, even talking about them, we're boy, we're just really tail spinning here. Yeah, we are just a little bit. But <laughs> even it's sort of sad that the um, comics, which have a huge queer community part of it, but when they when they have characters who are queer in the comics, they tend to be some of the least selling comics. So that's that's on us too. Is that you know if we're doing that, I'm I'm not. There's a lot of reasons behind it. Um, it's sometimes. I mean, I was reading one. I'm not gonna say which one it is because I, I, I hope that it, it does better. That I was originally reading comic that I didn't think was good, and the main character was bisexual. He was bisexual in it, and it was. Um, they had a storyline where you saw him and his boyfriend kissing and all that stuff, and it wasn't a good comic. So I'm hoping that that's a lot of twos. That that you have to just. It's just like. They talked about in the past that Ginger Rogers, working with Fred Astaire, had to do everything that, that Fred Astaire did, but backwards and in heels. You know, it's kind of how the queer community is now, that it's sad to say that we have to do it all backwards and in heels to show that we're just as good as anybody else. So that, yeah. That's the problem. It has to be perfect, and that's the sad part about but it is getting better, no matter how you look. At it. it's, yeah, it's getting better and all that. There's a lot of things in the in our society that are getting better, even though we have these laws and trigger things and all this stuff that's still happening. Overall, though, the majority of our society is supportive and want to be supportive. There's because I think there's a small segment. We have a we have a um, um, a show, a live show that we're doing on later this next week, and it's to a group of people that generally want to be able to communicate and and tell people we are accepting of all of everyone in the queer community how do we have these conversations and they feel like they need to have more conversations around that to feel confident in doing that so they they aren't imposing or whitewashing or uh, devaluing or making too many mistakes and pushing people away and they want to they want to just be able to have all the information so they can just go out and just embrace people and and they feel stuck and they're like well how can you help us with that and i i think that's true of a lot of people i think people have old language old old ways of thinking that they just weren't exposed to but they're open to but don't know where to even start 
No, and I, I agree with that. I think it's something that we're now at that point where I'm fuck. I am. I know I'm. I say the wrong things half the time, and I, you know, but it's just it's that old saying: change the time or die on the vine. And it's there's change in what change with the time or die on the vine. Change with the time or die on the vine. Yeah. You never heard that saying before? I've never heard that saying yeah. before. I, I like it. Yeah. Though. So it's just, you have to, you have to always, it's just you always have to be evolving. Yeah. And so we're, we're evolving. I mean, and I love the fact that we're doing this, this talk and that I'm hoping that we learn as much as that we teach. I'm, I'm hoping we learn more than what we're oh, yeah. talking about. Just doing this podcast, I've yeah. learned so much yeah. more, which was the point of doing the podcast yeah. was to share what we know and to learn and to continue to share what we what we yeah. learn because we don't really have a cultural place where we can make these things these conversations happen so we're, we created it you know and i yeah and i think in particular in our age group you know i'm putting us kind of both in the same age group where you're you're younger than me but that, i think the younger i think there's more of that just because of social media where they have more of that going on sure but i think for us Millennials, Gen X, boomers are just not that. Um, that I was, agree with that. Yeah. It was going back to talking about, I, you know, this is where we were talking about the whale, which we, you know, we, we still know that we're talking about, but <laughs> uh, I just watched part of uh, that 90s show on Netflix, uh-huh. which has a queer character on it. And good, they have a queer character, but. It was a very unrealistic queer character. They're talking about in the 90s that he came out to everybody. Everybody's happy for him and, you know, all very loving, accepting. That just wouldn't have happened. Mm-mm. We're talking Midwest. You know, no way. Wisconsin? No. No. It wouldn't have happened. <laughs> so um, um, it's, I, I love that we're doing that kind of, I love that we're putting that out there, but I think, Granted, I know it's a sitcom, but mm-hmm. there might have been a little bit more realism put into that. That you know, yeah, you know, maybe even his friends were happy for him, but they all kind of don't, you know, don't talk about this. You know, but he's out and proud and very much queer. I mean, yeah, you know, you know it's, which is right. And also, that, the and Asian, that should be, yeah. you know, that when you can make an argument to say a queer a queer individual should play that particular character because it was so much of yeah. that character. Whereas in the whale, Brandon Fraser's character, it really, I mean, it comes up and it's an important piece, but it's not the the it's not the no. purpose of that story. No, good tie around on that. Good tie around that. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm and I agree with that. That and my if I wouldn't know because I didn't look into it anymore, but my guess is that it's being played by a queer person. I don't know. I don't know. And I don't care. I mean, yeah, but right. I guess that's been, um, yeah, honestly, I probably, it wasn't, I ended up watching it because Lily was there, uh, my daughter, and she was watching it because when she was growing up, she loved that 70s show. And so we're watching it because we got back from the whale and that was what we came. We went from the whale to that nineties show. It was like whip I, I, oh. I came home. I greeted the the family, the dogs, and all that, and I I took myself to bed and and read for an hour, just as uh, and reading uh, Aragon. Uh, I think that's why I said that right. Anyway, I'm just reading a book about a, a boy and his dragon. Just because I just needed something. I just needed to. To kind of break away from it because there were some triggering things in there too. Oh yeah. Um, but it was just it's a it's a it's a thinker. There was just it was really well, well done. And I love the fact that it leaves you with questions. I would love to know more about 
it talks about, I mean, I, again, I don't think we're saying spoilers by saying it talks about how he, how he left them, but it doesn't really get into that at all. I mean, yes, you see the yeah, aftermath. Right. You see the after, you don't really see the good, the good parts that he, in terms of like what he refers yeah. to, you know, that relationship, the love. They don't really dive into that. No. And and I think if they had, it would have taken away from the story. Oh, no. I don't think, yeah. I, I by no means think they needed to at all. But um, I would like to know, too, at the same yeah. time. Because it does leave you like, huh, I really want to know. Like, And please, God, don't do a prequel. We don't please need don't. it. Please don't. We don't need it. We don't need it. It's just, you like those things where it leaves you those questions. I love a movie that makes you start asking other questions. Mm -hmm. All in good ways. Not yeah. like, what the fuck were they doing? But Right. There was no shark jumping. There was yeah. no, like, everything... It just it was well directed, the sh the screen sh the screen shots of it were done well. The sets, the the look and feel. I, I mean, everything from the details of the ceiling in that apartment. It was just like. And if you wow. watch the end of that movie and are are not in a puddle of tears, you're dead. This time you're, <laughs> you're dead. You're dead in <laughs> Don't use his uh, unit of measure. I'm just uh, I'm just saying, you know that they, that means you're a cold-hearted individual. I wasn't in a puddle of tears. I mean, I I had some, you had you had, I some had sniffles yeah. and I had some tears. And that's what I mean. If you if you're not if, you, if the end doesn't move you, yeah, <sighs> seek counseling. I'm just saying, right? I'm just saying. <laughs> On that delightful <laughs> uh, comment, there um, things. Yeah, you, I mean, that, you know, you should saying. counseling should always be an option. Um, gosh, we really dig off the rails here a little bit. Thank you so much for joining us for our, our show. And gosh, sorry, we missed you guys last week. My bad. We did miss you though. So do keep that in mind. Um, and you missed us because we're amazing. I get it. I get it. I understand. <laughs> yes. Um, connect with us on our social media accounts. Share your thoughts. Uh, if you have any uh, topics you'd like us to cover, uh, please do email us at cordondrum at cordondrum.com. Uh, so we can we can take a look at that. And gosh, I I look forward to having our our next guests and our live live recording and getting that up for you guys to hear too. So, gosh, uh, yeah, thank you so much for being here. And until next time, be well and be queer, you wonderfully fabulous motherfuckers, which we will not be able to say in our live show. No. Thank you for connecting with us on this week's conundrum. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Queernundrum Podcast. And email us at Queernundrum at Queernundrum.com. And please rate and review us on iTunes. Until then, peace and be well. And be queer.